This is Toastcaster, Volume 32, podcast for Toastmasters. Your host, Greg Gazin. This episode, Toastmasters, Proxies 911. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Toastcaster, podcast for Toastmasters. This is episode 32. This is a fairly important and a fairly timely podcast. In our last episode, we spoke about making your club's vote count and what you can do to help make a difference. We talked a little bit about how Toastmasters has gone to an electronic uh, proxy format and how an email had gone out to the club president somewhere in the middle of May in which they would need the proxy pin from there to be able to assign their proxy. Effective July the 1st, of course, the new executive of each club comes into place. So there'll be a new president in charge. Now, my understanding is that Toastmasters recently sent out an email to the new presidents for those who have yet to assign their proxies to enable them to actually cast a vote or cast a ballot. Now, by this time of the year, we're already, what, we're already into August. Most clubs should have submitted their club officer list. In fact, if they did it by June 30th, they would have achieved that extra little DCP point. Now, just bear with me for a second. As many of you know, Toastmasters has gone to a single sign-on. And what that means is that club officers and district leaders no longer have to use a separate login ID to to conduct club business and district business. Now what happens if you're assigned, if you're a division governor or if you're an area governor or if you're a lieutenant governor of education and training or district governor, then automatically when you sign on, it knows who you are and where you have access to. Now the challenge we have is that with a single sign-on, if the club officer lists haven't been submitted, then Toastmasters International has no idea who the club president is. And so they can't send an email to that club president giving them that opportunity to vote. So we run into a little bit of a challenge. So I have with me today our special guest. It's Chuck LeBlanc. He's the District 42 Lieutenant Governor of Education and Training. And for our U.S. friends, the Lieutenant Governor of Education and Training. And he's done some research uh, with respect to this issue or some challenge that we have. And so I'd like to bring him on the line and let him let him talk to us about what we can do because we all know how important it is to make our vote count. So I'd like to introduce uh, Chuck LeBlanc. Hey, Chuck, how you doing? Hi, Greg. Thanks for having me on your uh, Toastcast this, this week. I really uh, appreciate it. I really appreciate you coming to the plate with this because you and I had a discussion offline and I don't think that some people even realize that there is going to be a problem. No, Greg, you know, what we've discovered in trying to get uh, make our vote count here in District 42 is some challenges and or unanticipated challenges that we've faced with getting uh, proxies uh, registered. So and I just thought it would be important that we share what we've discovered, the information we've discovered in our proxy hunt, as we you would say, and how it relates to the change in officers and also the single site login. Okay, so let's look at the scenario where a club has not yet assigned their proxy and the club has not submitted their club officer list. So the first question I have for you, if they haven't submitted their club officer list and we've gone to a single sign-on, well, what can they do? Okay, that that presents a, a very difficult challenge because with the single site login, 
the club actually has no access to club business if they have not submitted their club officer list to Toastmasters none of their club members uh, can access the club business section which means they can't add members they can't update rosters they cannot submit their proxies what they need to do immediately is send an email to officers at toastmasters.org with a list of their 2010-2011 club officers and Toastmasters will then update their officer roster and the club will then again have once again have access to the club business section. Okay, so that's officers plural with an S at the end. That's correct. That's officers at toastmasters.org. Do you know how long that process would take? Well, as you can imagine, with uh, the change in the login and the fact that clubs from all over the world are submitting their proxies or trying to have proxy challenges resolved, things are a little bit backed up. I had a conversation with Toastmasters International a few days ago, and they indicated that it might be a few days before they're able to update the club officer list from these emails, so it's not going to be immediate. They were unable to give me a specific time frame, but you know, I would uh, encourage people to go ahead and submit those lists and just keep checking every day. As officer list relates to proxy, there are uh, some special procedures, however, that Toastmasters has shared with me. Now with the change in the login procedure, so I'm, I'm assuming that there would be, it's, it would be a slightly different process for the clubs? Or actually, let me take a step back. Once they get their club officer lists online, so they're all signed up, they're all set up, they're still going to need that proxy PIN number, are they not? That's correct. That, that will uh, uh, be the staple. You cannot submit your proxy without that number. Once they've submitted their officer list and Postmasters has updated the officer roster, when the club president signs on with his personal login on the Toastmasters website, he will have immediate access to club business. They no longer require a separate password for club business. If you don't know, if you don't have an individual login with Toastmasters, just click on the members portion of the Toastmasters website and there are instructions on how to obtain one. Okay. Now, I know that we've just received, actually today is what? Today is the 4th. Yesterday, a newsletter was sent out to all club members. It was called Toastmasters August 2010 Tips Newsletter. And in there, there was an action alert. And in that action alert talks about the single sign-on, how to do it. And then there's a link to the Toastmasters.org website. And there is also an important notice about the, the proxy. Now, I'm assuming that if you're still a current member, you'll get that newsletter. But in case you haven't received that particular newsletter, if you go to the Toastmasters.org website, that information is is actually there. So there's an online version of that. And an, oh, interestingly enough, okay, here we go. It's Toastmasters.org forward slash August 2010 tips. All that, all one word, August with a capital A and tips with a capital T. And that will bring you the August 2010 newsletter tips and it has all the details that are actually there. I can't express how important it is for clubs to take action on this. Plus, of course, you want to be able to get access to all the information and you want to be able to conduct your club business. And for individual members, we won't cover it in this session, but look at the single sign-on because if you've never signed on the Toastmasters International website before, here's an opportunity to do this.
Once the club has submitted their club officer list to Toastmasters International, the current president should communicate with the past president because in all likelihood that past president received the initial proxy email back in mid-May. And if they don't have that or or the email can't be placed, you can always request a du duplicate proxy by emailing Toastmasters and the email address is duplicateproxies at toastmasters.org. Once again, don't ask for a duplicate proxy until you've made sure that your club officer list is updated at Toastmasters. Now what's equally important is to make sure that the club president and the club secretary have an email address on file with Toastmasters International because as a district governor I have access to the back end to see which proxies have been submitted for our district and I noticed that there are in fact a few club presidents that don't have email addresses so that's also equally important is to make sure you've got an email address listed and if you don't have one well it's probably time that you should absolutely Greg it, it's just a uh... It's just good practice to make sure that you have more than one person able to access the club business portion because after all, um, keeping the members satisfied is a very important aspect of all we do. I, I want to make one additional comment uh, regarding the proxies and that Toastmasters has been very proactive in making sure that a maximum number of clubs are able to cast a vote at the international business meeting in Palm Desert. On the 28th of May, they sent out a, an email to the 2010-2011 club presidents whose clubs had not designated their proxies yet, encouraging them to do so. It's also my indication from a phone conversation that I had with Toastmasters that they're going to send another email out, uh, hopefully in the next few days, to once again contact those individuals. So I wouldn't delay on getting your club officer list in and club presidents and secretaries, check those emails, check your spam folders, check your junk mail folders, but check your emails every day for that important proxy information from Toastmasters. And email, Chuck, it's a necessary evil. You hate getting too many emails, but at the same time, I guess if people aren't responding to them. Plus, I know this time of the year, a lot of people are probably on holidays. So hopefully they'll they'll listen to the podcast, get the information that they need. They'll get their club officer lists done. They'll get their proxies submitted and the world will be good. That's what we can wish for. But remember, if all else fails and you can't get it done electronically, pick up the telephone and dial Toastmasters at 949 858 8255 and ask for member services department dealing with proxies and they'll put you right through. Yeah, of course, that's really a last resort. You want to try to do everything as electronically as possible simply because, I mean, there are only so many people there. Plus, everyone's getting ready to head down to the convention. So everyone's heading over to Palm Desert. Well, and don't delay because time is of the essence. Okay, well, Chuck, I really appreciate you coming on board and, and doing this. I understand that you're actually heading out pretty quickly. Actually, I'll be in my car heading south within the next couple of hours. I'm going to make a little bit of a holiday out of this trip to Palm Desert. Uh, Chuck lives in Lethbridge, Alberta, and that's how many miles or kilometers would that be from the International Convention? Well, it's 23 hours by car. You figure it out. <laughs> I guess it depends on how fast you drive. <laughs> that's right. Okay, well, we'll let you hit the road, get you ready to gas up, get your Tim Hortons coffee and your Tim Bits donuts and whatever else you need to whatever else you need to get on the road, and we'll see you down at the convention in Palm Desert, California. Nothing like 
Nothing like 120 degrees or what was it 42 or 45 degrees Celsius in the shade, right? And if you're listening to this podcast and you're going to the convention, look me up. I'm sure you'll be able to find me. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Chuck. Well, everyone, thank you very much for tuning in to Toastcaster Podcast for Toastmasters. You can subscribe to Toastcaster via iTunes or you can go right to Toastcaster. You can go right to the Toastcaster website. Uh, as always, we're always looking for feedback if you have any ideas and feel free to tell your friends about Toastcaster. This is Greg Gazin signing off. <laughs>